Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Terry. This is Vanessa, and this is Girl Why Podcast. Today, we have very special guest, the Millennial Girls. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> They're so in sync. I know. Very oh my much god, so. that was like so, so gross. It, I just was like, ew. I just I liked my it. mouth from doing it from that. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it was that a, was really was, good harmonizing. It was a great harmony, but I was like, oh my god, we share a brain cell. Wow. <laughs> that was really really good. So we've got these girls. Uh, like Terry said, they are from the Millennial Girls podcast. So um, our other welcome, pod- Raquel and yes. Natasha. <laughs> Thank we are you. So Thank to have you. you guys. Tell us about you guys yourself. How do you know each other? Well, we met. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> Once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> no, we worked at the radio station Revolution 93.5 together. We were both uh, radio personalities. I thought she hated me. That's how we officially met at the very beginning. <laughs> Turns out she didn't. Once we were at EDC Orlando together and she asked to get ready. I knew she didn't hate me because, you know, there's nothing like getting ready with someone to go to a, me- a music festival. And you wouldn't do that if you hate the person. <laughs> so true. when she was like, can I borrow your eyelash glue? I was like, can I borrow some glitter? And that's how uh, we became friends, basically. So cute. Uh, and then we kind of had this really good, like, work chemistry together, doing interviews. And we actually got the chance. We had an interview we did with Martin Garrix go viral last year and ended up in Bill Ward magazine and kind of every major EDM outlet. And once that happened, we kind of looked at each other and said, I think we're on to something here. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to the pe- pandemic, we both were let go from our jobs, as many radio personalities were and are still getting let go. Um, and we had already kind of said, we should start a podcast. But of course, we were so busy with work and it was about to be ultra and music week. So we kind of put it on the back burner. And then once it happened, it was the perfect opportunity, kind of a blessing in disguise to jump into something, create the podcast, create a brand. And nine months later, we're here and we're still doing it and doing the damn thing. And we're really proud of everything we've, we've been able to achieve so far. That's awesome. When did you guys start your podcast? Last April. So April, 2020. Same, us same, too. Same, yeah, same like us. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what I We just have more and more in common. Yes, <laughs> yeah. South Florida, starting the podcast at the same time. Mm-hmm. We actually work together as well. Vanessa and I were coworkers. Oh, I was like, oh, no amazing. time like the present. <laughs> let's go. I was like, let's no let's time like it. the present. And Vanessa used to talk shit about me, so I would say that she probably hated me as well. She used to make fun of my sparkly Gianni beanie shoes. That is not true. She always says that, but... <laughs> It was a compliment. I remember when she started, you know how people, when you start your job and you're like looking your best, best, best before you start just like rolling out of bed and just like making it to work kind of thing. So I could just tell she yeah. was like in it to win. And I was like, look at this girl with her nice ass heels sparkling up and down the hallway. She was like ready. And then like the real Terry came out where she would roll out with her like flat shoes and didn't give a shit. And then I was like, okay, I, I think I like this girl a lot. <laughs> Imagine doing so that, funny. but being morning show radio. So it was like 4.30 yeah. in the morning when we met for yeah. the first time, 4 a.m. And I was like, hi, I'm Raquel. And she's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was not a morning person, even though I was doing the morning radio. But yeah, when we first met, it was like crack of dawn. And I'm, you know, it was dark out still. Yeah, it was Ugh. still dark out. And I thought that, you know, I thought she was coming in for my spot. 
So that's the reason why she got that vibe from me more than just the six o'clock situation. But I was like, oh, snap. Like, we got to get it together because if I want to stay on here, I got to, you know, do my thing and whatever. And then we both ended up winning because she got another slot and then I got my own show back to back. So... Then I was like, she was tossing it to me. I was like, my girl, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) So tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast. If they're not familiar, like, what do you guys talk about? What's what's an hour like on your show? So we uh, originally started the podcast with the intentions of kind of bringing the EDM world into the podcast. But then slowly we started to, you know, feel out the audience and what people were obviously resonating with. And we kind of turned more toward a lot of like mental health talk. We talk a lot about anxiety. Like she admitted it for the first time on the podcast, like kind of her experience with that. And then not only that, like we just talk about personal stories. We have fun. We make fun of ourselves. Like that's really like the gist of it. Like if you even just like visit our Instagram page and kind of get a snippet of who we are, Mm -hmm. we're always like dancing around. We're always making fun of ourselves, like doing bloopers and jokes and stuff. So even though we like get real with it and, you know, talk about our experiences and like help that and stuff that we've learned. We also like really just like to have a good time and people love it. Like we'll literally just do choreo and people are like, yes. Yeah, because we both come from, we were both dancers growing up, competitive yeah. dancers. So that's also one thing that we totally both vibed with when we found out that was, I was like, my people. <laughs> so uh, I still, I was still was teaching at the time too. I've, this mm. was the first year I haven't taught in like eight years. It's so crazy, yeah. uh, that was definitely something we had in common. And so we still dance and we're goofy and we're fun. And we always say, or I always say that, you know, being a radio personality or something like that it's a personality. That's your job title, but you're really only showing 30, 20% of who you really are. Cause you have bosses who are telling you what to say and what to do and what you can't say and you can't. And this is something that we completely take control of. We decide what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We did have boundaries. We talked about when we first started, but then sometimes we're like, Oh, well, I can't believe I said that, but we said <laughs> it. So YOLO roll with it. And Seriously. that's where we are now. But yeah, no, we just, a lot of the feedback is like, you guys are so real and people are getting to see your true struggles and your personality. And that's what we want to be able to do. We want to help people and know that everyone's kind of going through the same stuff together, especially right now. Yep, absolutely. So let me ask you guys, when it comes to your podcast, how do you guys delegate the work? So I'm the editor. Um, I do, you know, yeah, I know. It's like funny. Like we literally, we both have, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's my background. My background is in advertising and I did a lot of social media work and stuff before. That's actually how I got on at the radio station was Mm -hmm. doing the social media stuff and the content, the video stuff. And that's just like where my passion lies. So I do that stuff, content creation. And then she does like the PR side. So like, as far as like reaching the outreach and the emails and, you know, making sure she's like the calendar person. Like I'm always like, Raquel, can you just make sure that's on the calendar? Like, I'm like, it's on it. Don't worry. she takes care of that stuff. And then of course, like copywriting and stuff yeah. for social media, getting the posts out and everything. So it's cool because, you know, we, we really try our best to use our strengths in that. And especially now, like starting 2021, like kind of building the podcast, I had like a lot on my shoulders as far as editing, but like now that we're at a place where like, we just got our first paid sponsor and like we're signing on with a media group. Like now she's like really like getting, you know, things going. And like, I always see her just like, boom, boom, like with the texts and the emails and like, like, okay, like she's got that. And I got this like, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, it's cool on it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, same with us. Cause like, 
I don't know about you guys, but like when we first started compared to like now, sorry, my dog is going crazy. Someone's walking by. <laughs> when we started, I don't think we realized, see, we don't come from the media background. We were in marketing, but like in the automotive world, totally different from what we're doing and talking about now. So obviously like we liked podcasts. We would listen to them. I, I, I still do listen to so many other ones. I don't think we realized how much work goes into it until we really got into it. And even now, like sometimes like in God, in nine months, we have grown so much just from like, I remember listening back to like our first episode to now, like our first episode is embarrassing. Like don't ever even listen to it kind of thing, you know? It um, happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So it's like one of those things you have to use each other's strengths. Cause there's things that she's really good at. Like she makes all the merch I tried and I was like, I don't have that kind of brain, you know? Um, or like with the memes and things like that, it just kind of takes like the both of us. So I totally get that part. Um, another question I have for you guys, what is your favorite guest appearance you've had so far? That's a good question. And I, I was, I know, and <laughs> literally like a few minutes ago, I started asking myself something like that. And I was like, I don't know if I, I think, I mean, for me, it was Chelsea for sure. So we had yeah, that was a good um, one. Chelsea Briggs come on. She is billboard magazines or billboards, digital host. And mm. Chelsea has been such a big inspiration in my career as a on-camera personality and a media personality. And she followed me on Instagram two years ago and I had a full on heart attack when that happened. <laughs> and I saw her at the billboard awards and she was like, Oh my God, Raquel. And I was like, she knows who I am. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like full on stroke. That's and so now we had her on her podcast and that was one of our most listened to episodes. That's still one of the best episodes I think we've had just because it, it kind of was the major transition into the direction yeah. that we are in now. So the fact that she was on it and she shared it and it just like makes me so happy and warm inside because she's Absolutely. been such a big inspiration for so long for me. So definitely that one for me, but we've had so many, I mean, we've, we've had so many cool guests, but definitely Chelsea for me. Yeah, no, that's a good, I, that's, I have to think about it actually. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't been asked that before. And I'm like, I, I don't know who I would choose. That's, I feel like that's a really good one for us because I feel like it just kind of guided uh, a lot of where we went from going from there. Mm -hmm. Because even I think like one of our next guests right after that was a DJ who, you know, party, party favor, favor, he collabed with Diplo and they did all that stuff. And it was crazy how like having a male perspective jump on mm -hmm. and talk about mental health and like comparing yourself on social media. That yeah. was also like a really cool way to kind of like play with the podcast because we never had somebody from the music industry come on and talk about mental something health. themed like yeah. that, like mental health yeah. where before it was like, we were used to interviewing the artists, like getting to know them and the, you know, whatever their yeah. new track or their new album is. And that was the first time that we got to have like a real conversation like that, which I think, you know, we'd love to do more of those yeah. in the future too. That's awesome. Do you guys have a dream guest? I like, mean, I'm sure we have a bunch. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm like, we have a bunch. We have, you know what's really cool is we made a list when we first started of people that we would love to get on the podcast. And I yeah. looked back at it the other day and we have had almost all of them on it. That's so awesome. that was really cool to be able to be like, whoa, okay, we've gotten those people who we felt like we could get on the podcast and it's happened. I mean, obvious i don't know i just i don't even, i'm trying to think it's a great look it's a great question because again i think the fact that the podcast is ours i don't think we've even thought that far yet of like a dream guest like if i could sit here and be like hell yeah let's get oprah on the podcast oh <laughs> you know what i mean like like yeah. in that respect you're like oh my god like but wait yeah. why can't we you know what right, i mean like exactly. at that point 
Right. Like if you're thinking from the radio side, like we had a lot of dream artists that we wanted to, you know, talk with, which I'm sure, you know, especially when ultra was coming up and then everything got canceled, we didn't get to check off a lot of those artists that we did want to, you know, we had planned to talk to, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to speak to people that are not just in the podcast industry, because again, that was kind of like what Where we, we wanted from. to do initially. So I mean, all sorts. I would love to like, from, you know, speaking to Gwen Stefani, let's say, who yeah, like I obsessed over my whole childhood or, you know, uh, yesterday I was watching, I was kind of doing research on Drew Barrymore for her show that she's just started yeah. her talk show. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, kind of, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of jealous because I'm like, <laughs> why is Drew Barrymore like taking up our space? But at the same time, when I started watching her, like interviewing people that she was really close to, like Jimmy Fallon, for example, who I still like, I'm Love a fan. Jimmy. Yeah, I'm a fan. And I saw them talking. I was like, that's so cool. Like then, you know, the jealousy was wiped away. Cause I was like, I love this. Like I would love to have them on our podcast. Yeah. Like that would be freaking awesome. Like Jimmy Fallon, are you of kidding? You know? yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think, uh, the possibilities are endless. Pretty much. I would love to have anyone who we emailed at first who said no. Because yeah. that'd be really, that'd be like really great to come back and be like, you would actually hey. want to have them on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Some people One day they're like, going to yeah. ask you for the interview. Watch. And I'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm busy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why not? I think the That's funny is I've always, yeah, I've always wondered like if they said no, I'm like, would I, I mean, I, would, I, I wanna, feel like I would say no back. Well, and we like, <laughs> no, but we don't delete our emails. So I'd love to like look back one day yeah. knowing that we had emailed them three years ago. And now they're like, hey, millennial girls. Yeah. And we'd be like, busy. Tables no. have turned. <laughs> that needs, but we will do it that needs because to we're nice people. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Vanessa has this infatuation with psychics. And I think hers would be Teresa Caputo. Mm. Okay. Negative. Like, no. No. <laughs> You know me, my Negative. big dream is, um, I look up to like, I love Wendy Williams. My dream for Terry and I, it's kind of like how you said earlier, like, I want, I don't like the color purple for my big purple chair, but like, I want my big purple chair kind of thing. Like me and Terry talking the hot topics every day. Like that would be like the ultimate goal because then I could have anybody, you know what I mean? Cause like the, right. the possibilities are endless. I mean, from the Kardashians to, you know, Hugh Jackman, like, I mean, just on and on and on. So I want them all personally. Yeah, I think any podcast. You know who I would want because I listen to his podcast, Andy, Andy Grammer. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Andy Grammer's podcast. It's the Good Parts podcast, and it's so insane. And he's such a good host and such a good musician. Having him on, he goes real deep with his questions. It would be a wild podcast episode. Mm -hmm. I would like love to talk to him, especially after going to his concert. Whenever I went, when concerts were still a thing. It was like a spiritual experience after leaving. I was so inspired. I was like, I can do anything. So <laughs> definitely having Andy Grammer would be dope. Do yeah, literally. Yeah, I mean, like, even like, I know is, I, I always have to go dark, sorry, but it's like, even somebody that's like on death row. Like, oh, yeah. I know that that would be the most, I know that that I'm would be hurt. like the most bizarre. Yeah. I don't know how the heck you would set up the yep. podcast in that situation. <laughs> But you know um, what though? I was I don't know if you guys watch uh Terry got me into um what is it Love After Lockup now on Wee TV. These yeah. inmates girl, they can do lots. Okay, so don't even that you could probably get that interview. They got like figure out how to they can like oh they have like Tinder for inmates. I mean, I don't know what it's called, but that's how they get these like people. They go on like inmate dating sites. So I'm sure there's a way, girl, because 
Yes. Like, I was shocked. Yeah. I did not realize. I mean, I haven't looked into, yeah. like, prison men lately, but, like. No, I know, right? You're like, like, I haven't looked into it. <laughs> no, I haven't. Mean, <laughs> but, like, I guess there's, like, dating websites for prison inmates. I'm sure there's, like, ways to have Okay, wait, this is so And great. I can't even find a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> so it's, it's real depressing. It's real depressing. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I obviously, it's, like, not really in line with, like, our brand, but just to be able to, you know, have that conversation. I mean, I find people from all walks of life just, you know, fascinating. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why with so many documentaries, like I was watching somebody that's a neurosurgeon or a heart surgeon talk about his whole experience of how he created like something to help with, I forget what it was called Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like even being able to have a conversation with that person or, um, what was I just watching the other day? Oh my gosh. It wasn't a medical thing. It was something else that I was like, I would love to have a conversation with that person too. Oh, um, the Scientology stuff. Oh, yeah. forget, what's her name on that? She did um, that whole series. Leah, on. Leah, Leah, Leah Remini. Oh, Leah. Yes. Leah, Leah, Leah Remini. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I was kind of freaked out to watch it. <laughs> you know, I don't want to give my opinions on that, but, uh, you know, having conversations like that, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's the whole point of doing what we want to do. You know, I mean, we, the, I think our, our core was always, you know, the, the asking the questions mm-hmm. and the interviews and stuff. And yes, our format has changed to more of a conversation and not so much an interview, but mm-hmm. I mean, still having those conversations, I think is, is, yeah, it's a great way to learn. Totally. Love so it. Natasha, I have a question for you because in your bio, and this is like what fascinated me about you guys, to be honest, I was like, <laughs> she canceled her wedding to go to Ultra Music Festival. Can you tell oh, us yeah. about that? Because yes. <laughs> we want that tea. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> so when we were literally like Ultra Music Festival, Mammy Music Week is like the Our, pinnacle yeah, for us. For so EDM, obviously. For us being, you know, covering that, we were like setting all these goals as to, you know, what we were going to accomplish that week. And we were going to get every single exclusive and be the first ones on top of blah, 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 you know, all these things. And around that time, you know, uh, my man and I were like trying to figure out like how we were going to do the whole wedding thing because we had, you know, gotten engaged, I don't know how many months before. And so we were trying to figure that out and we're like, Oh, like maybe like a spring wedding or something, or maybe the summer, but, and then it was just coming like closer to the date. And we were trying to like figure out how, you know, maybe we could do something and like, March or April time and like go to Italy and like do a whole thing because he's Italian. And so like we could go there and like get all of our people together and do this whole thing. And then I was like, you know what? Wait, hold on. Because I'm not trying to have an anniversary on like the most important week of my life. So (laughs) I was like, that needs to be put on hold. We're not going to get married during like music week because no, like things are going to happen. And they were like looking at flights. And I was like, as they were looking at flights is kind of when the Martin Garrix thing went viral and yeah. we ended up in Billboard. And I was like, oh girl, you are not getting yeah. married that week. <laughs> Change I was your like, flight. I was literally like, I'm not going to ch- like, no, I'm like, this is more important right now than the wedding. But no, really, I was like, I'm not going to have an anniversary during like the most important, but I guess here we are now. So maybe yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? One day millennial girls could host Ultra. You never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you reschedule? No, we don't have a date yet. Um, yeah, with COVID and then especially with that plan. I mean, like, Italy's been in lockdown, like, hardcore. Like, it's another yeah. world over there right now. So, 
No, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the flower girl. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, like, I self delegated that role, but yeah. that's fine. Uh, so, Raquel, you're dating. I'm dating. What are like? What has your dating and quarantine been like? I mean, it's been non-existent. I'm really not dating. Like, honestly, yeah. it's been a lot of self working on myself because normally with life, I was so busy. I couldn't even, it was like going to work, going to an event, going to another event. It was just never had time for myself or to do anything. And I kind of finally realized in quarantine, I was definitely burnt out at 25, 26 and, and going into turning 27. And, uh, so it just, there's been no dating, like it's been, but it's been fine. You know what I mean? So even when yeah. we had that, the next week we have a matchmaker, spoiler, next week we have a, ma- a matchmaker on our podcast and he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up. And Natasha was like, do it. Yeah. And I'm like, am I ready for this right now? Like, I'm still very much like, we're working on oneself right now and happiness and being okay with it. But yeah, no, dating has just not been happening. What about you? Have you actually been dating? Has it been... A thing um i got on tinder for like an hour <laughs> amazing i'm on i'm on raya so i go on and then i'm like no one lives here anyway so then i just don't do it i've never even heard of that yeah, app. i was like raya? i've never heard of raya what is raya uh so you have to be i'm like, gonna make a note <laughs> raya. you have to be a celebrity to be on the app <laughs> no it's like okay it was a celebrity dating app it was and then it's like ho- high profile. I don't know how I got on. I literally just applied a couple years ago and I got on and now no one else can get on. But I saw Niall from One Direction one year and I like had a stroke. Huh. Um, so yeah. But yeah. Like, swipe right times 10,000. Like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then it was like, it like broke a couple days later. It was like Niall Horn on Celebrity Dating App. I was like, oh, I saw him. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't match me back. Anyway. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm on that. I've tried, I tried hinge for like three seconds and I was like, no. And then I, I refused to do Tinder and Bumble. And you've never been on Tinder before when it first came out, I guess in like college, yeah. I haven't been on, it creeps me out. I'm afraid it I'm going to get like catfished or a killer. And then, yeah, I think everybody's Bumble, a murderer. I'm, I just, oh yeah. I think everyone's a murderer. No, I just, I, I really do. I'm just very big. I'm very big with like meeting someone in person and like their personality and like that type of situation. And for me, it just doesn't do it. Wait, have you ever had a boyfriend? Like, like have any of the app dates turned to a boyfriend where they've always been met in person? Met in person. Oh. Yeah. So have you? Yeah. Same with me. Same with me. Yeah. Because I hate, yeah. I hate small talk. Like that's the pain of my yeah. existence is having yeah. fucking small talk with someone that's so boring and tedious and I like, if I had money, I would hire somebody to do that shit for me just to filter out like the fucking bullshitters because then you go sit there yeah. on a date and you're like, well, I still think you're a killer and you're boring. Right. You're a boring killer. I still think you're a boring honestly, killer. Like, I, we also talk for a living so I can freaking talk to someone for three hours if I need to, you know what I mean? But then it's just like mm. work. I'm just interviewing you. So I'd rather meet you in person and see if like, oh, your personality's cool or you're fun or you like, you know, I'd rather just be like, hi, I'm Raquel. Hi, I'm whatever. And you're like, yeah. so what do you do for fun? <laughs> I'm like, I can't fucking do this. I can't do it. Like, How long have you been with your man, Natasha? We're almost three years. Okay. Okay. So you still yeah, maybe did some of the dating. It's cause like I've been with my husband 
for almost 11 years. So I didn't do oh, any wow. like the Tinder or like any of that no. stuff. So like, I don't relate to it at all. When she tells me, I'm like, oh God, that sounds like so painful. Yeah, I mean, I've had like friends hurts. who got married though. It hurts. I've had friends who got married off Tinder. So they do met we. their husband on Tinder and so do we. I'm just like, okay, good for you guys. But the, they're yeah. definitely like more quiet, reserved people. Definitely not like a psycho like me. So <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay. And then that's the perfect segue to meeting you <laughs> from the dating app. I'm a psycho. <laughs> Hello. Like, but I was oh telling goodness. her, I went on a brunch date and like, I, I feel like my my personality is too like flamboyant because I was like he just kept laughing and like I was like I'm not that fucking funny dude like and then it's just like got boring. <laughs> no, that's how I am. I'm always like if, if something's new or if I meet someone, my mom's always like, oh, how was it? I'm like, they think I'm a trip, and she's like, you always say that. I'm like, but that's what they think. Moving on onto the next situation. I don't know. Oh my god, that's so like, funny. I don't know. Here, listen to my podcast, dude. Here, yeah. Just turn yeah, just turn all your dates into podcast promos. So like meet. Them them and then just promote your podcast and be like follow listen like we went to the bank the other day yeah he's following our podcast now like it just happens you know not that we were going on a date but like me yeah you know it happened i was like (laughs) i was like follow our podcast dude and he did he listened it was great yeah you know i'm like okay this has been really fun can i have your phone for a second okay thanks and it's not it's not for my number bye i like that i mean i don't meet that yeah i'm not meeting people like that but like when it happens you know yeah i'm like yeah I mean, I haven't That's really, so funny. Yeah. That's so, so we watched a news segment on Zoom dating and someone seems to think that that's like the future of dating yeah. on this like yeah. news segment that a I watched. A lot of people do. Would you try yeah. it? Well, I guess that question's more for Raquel. You can't Why? Why? <laughs> why are you guys, what, what, why are you guys so closed off to this? That drives me nuts. Okay, but wait, do you mean Zoom? Okay, well, how many dates is it via Zoom, first of all? It would be like a 45-minute get-to-know-you to to see if you are actually interested in that person before you, like, actually go meet them out in a public setting. I feel like I'd rather just meet them out in a public setting. She's like, no, the answer's no. I mean, like... I feel like I would just rather meet the person because you know why we literally are on Zoom for a damn living, right? Look at us right yeah. now. We're on Zoom. I want human interaction. Yeah. Look, I'm not, you know what I mean? I will say, okay, like I think the origins of online dating, aside from people being busy, because I know that's a big part of it too, and like obviously having trouble finding someone. So maybe you meet someone across the world. I was gonna or say, unless it's a different continent, that's a different situation. But like, right. I feel like the. I feel like a lot of people maybe are like more introverted doing that, at least like back in the day. Like now I know it's, it's, it's changed and it's evolved and whatever, but like back in the day, maybe a lot more people were like more introverted. So it's just, to me, like it's a lot easier of a concept to be like, sure, like the Zoom thing, but like so many people I know, like including you, maybe they're like a lot more extroverted or just like, no, I need to touch. I need to, you know. Well, I, I feel like because you can kind of You're be like, fake. no, I don't want to touch I feel either. Like you can be, no, I feel like you could be fake over Zoom because I have... Or, or FaceTime if that's your first meeting, because then you can go, and this has happened to me before where I've like met the person, we've been ch- texting, we've FaceTimed, and then I've gone and met them and they can't even like look me in the eye. And I'm like, right. what is, yeah. what? you know what I mean? So I feel like it's, it's fake. I feel like it's kind of like being in a business meeting where you're like, hello, I'm on Zoom. And this well, is you're it. putting your you best I mean? face forward. Yeah. And then you meet someone you're like, okay, they can't even look me in the eye or they're like weird. They have something weird and a weird nuance about them or, or I mean, <laughs> they vice versa. Smell, they, they smell, smell bad. Or like oh. they could hate me for being too outgoing. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's just like a facade 
for that. And then it's, it's kind of like catfish. You know what I mean? So no, I don't think I would do that unless they again live on a different continent. Like you're already dating. That's what you have to do to talk. It's different. That's different though. Well, before right, we get off the know app, the, person. the app exactly. topic, I did, I did want to share, and this is the problem with Tinder, which is why I can never get on it again. This oh guy was, oh. he, I could tell immediately that he was like the type that messages everybody on Twin Tinder, you know, like mm. he's there to fuck. Yep. There's he's those there two. to like meet up. So <laughs> DTF, DTF. Yes. This guy, I like my first swipe. It's a match. I'm like, okay, like he seems like a nice, normal guy, but he starts asking me these questions that are kind of strange. Like, where are you stationed? And I'm like, stationed? Like, Delray? What? what do you, what do you fucking mean? But I didn't ask. And then he's like, so do you fly commercial or private? I was like, fly where? And then he thought that he was talking <laughs> to another bitch. Yeah, I was so confused. So, like, it was a wasted 45 minutes of my life conversating with this dude I'll never get back because he thought he was talking to a stewardess and didn't even have time to check my fucking bio that says podcast host. So he's like, wow, I'm an idiot. I really fucked this up. So I was like, I'm going to delete wait. this app now. See? Wait, wait, wait. Why. wait he actually, why. wait, he actually admitted, I think, I thought I was talking to someone else. Well, I was like, you know, I don't fly, like, I, I'm what does this have to do with me? I can't remember how I phrased it, but I was like, what do you mean? Do I fly commercial or private? I was like, well, I mean, I fly commercial usually. Like I like JetBlue. Like I don't understand the question. And he's <laughs> like, JetBlue sponsored my podcast. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh my God. I am so sorry. Are you sure that you didn't have stewardess in your profile? Are you sure? I was like, yeah, I think I'm pretty fucking what sure I don't have stewardess in my profile. But yes, that is a problem with Tender. And then you know that he's just swiping yes to everybody, yep. whatever, which way. And then he's just like, oh, blonde, she must be the one that flies. Commercial. The one that flies. Fucking oh, I thought, like, I thought it was going to turn into like, he was, was going to turn you into out. a date or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, like, what do you like? Like to turn it into a date. Oh, that went, that went loser. That's, that's where my mind went. I'm like, why is but, he asking me where I'm stationed? Does he think I'm in the Navy? Like, that's yeah, what I, I thought too. That's I what like, I thought huh? that he was asking like, what base you're on. I was like, did he say <laughs> you're like in some sort of service? I'm like, yeah, he was like, or were you like not on the military dating app? Or like, how's that? <laughs> I'm like, so confused. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, no, I yeah. it. That's why I refuse to be on any of those things. Oh, and that's why I'm glad I'm married. That's what I'm like. I look at my husband as much as you get on my nerves. You know what? You saved me from this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Well, and she's like so obviously not in it. So I tell her all my crazy stories and she's like, that's so funny. How? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, look, like, like you said before, like I did do that for a little bit before, you know, when I was single and I like got really lucky. I don't know. Like I did not have that experience. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, of course, you know, I had like a couple weird encounters because <laughs> I can't even call them dates. Like it wasn't, right. that's, that was not a date, but like even the chats, of course, like I, there was one guy I remember, like uh, he messaged something on the app, like, like, do you want to meet my pet monkey or so? Like that was like the intro. And like, I was, I was laughing. Like I thought it was hilarious because I knew it was obviously like not serious, but right. I was always, I was like, definitely not going to meet this person, but you're funny. You like, know, like a for effort. No, my personal you know. favorite is when I was on a, on a date and this was when I worked for the Florida Panthers. I was their host and we like got through the date, whatever. And he was like, so those tickets. Oh my God. Oh, hell no. I oh, was like, no. 
uh, and I was still working in music, country music at the time too. And he was like, oh, so like, not only do you get like the Panthers, like the hockey tickets, but like also the, the like concert tickets. And I was oh my like, gosh. cringe, cringe. Yeah. Check, and you can, please. Pay full, you can pay full price for both of those things. Woo! Right. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you can invite me. <laughs> yeah. Peace. I was like, check, please. Thank you. Yeah. Hey guys, so who does not want white teeth, am I right? If you're coffee drinkers like Vanessa and myself, you know the struggle with the inevitable stains that are going to come with drinking three or more cups of coffee a day. There are so many teeth whitening products on the market that it could be hard to choose, but since we started working with Smile Brilliant, we have learned a lot when it comes to choosing your teeth whitening solution. The number one product recommended by a dentist are custom-fitted trays that you get obviously at your dentist office, but anyone who goes to the dentist on the reg knows that those are very, very expensive. With Smile Brilliant's Lab Direct process, you can have custom fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of the price without a single visit to the dentist. Using an exact model of your teeth, Smile Brilliant's lab technicians will handcraft your trays to ensure the best possible results. Simply order the system at smilebrilliant.com using your coupon code GIRLY for 30% off. You make your dental impressions at home and return them to Smile Brilliant using the prepaid envelope provided. In a matter of a week, Smile Brilliant will have your trays back in the mail. Again, that's smilebrilliant.com. Use code GIRLY at checkout for 30% off your purchase. So this is off topic from the outline, but before we get into like our little celebrity, like, you know, what's going on in the world, since you are festival ladies and I've been to quite a few myself, I'm more Bonnaroo. So I wanted to have a, like a, just, you know, those experiences are like none other. Like, you know, I had somebody take a shit right outside my tent and I almost stepped in it. Like stories like that. So what is the craziest (laughs) thing that that's happened to you guys at EBC? Well, maybe maybe another festival. Yeah, well, it's the craziest EDC, thing. That's... We were just working and like running around like chickens with oh. their heads cut off. Um, I mean, I have a crazy. I mean, I, well, I just thought of IO too, which that's like. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's like a sad story. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> um, no, it was okay. Go with yours. Let me think. So when I was working in country music, I worked in country music for four years. So I was covering all the festivals, right? So I finally had a chance to just go to a festival and have fun. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend calls me and she's like, Raquel, I really want to go to, to this festival. It was in Chicago, a country festival. All of her friends were performing. I was joking. I was like, if you find a flight for under $50, LOL, like that was going to happen. I will, let's go. Calls me back 20 minutes later. Spirit's having a sale, y'all. Say. I was going to say spirit. $49 for the flight for the weekend. She's like, I booked our flights. I booked the hotel. Let's go. I was like, what? I like ran to go get a spray tan and like made it to the airport. Like it was like an hour before the flight. And then of course, because of the spirit, the flight got delayed. There was a plane issue. Da, 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 da. So we got into Chicago at like some ungodly hour. Then we got on the wrong, uh, trolley thing to go to the wrong Marriott or Hilton. So then yeah. by the time we got to bed, it was like 4 a.m. Didn't have tickets to the festival. Might as just just saying. So we wake up the next morning. I'm like, how are we getting to the festival? Like message everyone, hey guys, we're here, da da da. Of course they're all sound checking. No one's answering their phone. We buy tickets. Of course, 20 minutes after we buy them, 
we get like, oh guys, we got it. We'll guess list you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. So we sell our tickets on the corner. The whole weekend was such a shit show. <laughs> we sell our tickets on the street corner. We're good to go. So we had the wristband. It was like a paper wristband at the time. So the next day we were like, what are we going to do? I was like, we're just going to fake it till we make it. So I walk <laughs> up to the lady and she's like, oh my God, you guys are back. And I was just like, yeah, we already have our wristbands. We got them earlier. And she was like, so frazzled. Okay, sure. Like whatever. So we had like artist wristbands for the whole weekend because they didn't change the colors. So did that the whole weekend. We're living our best life. Then I got belligerently wasted the last night of the festival. My friend changed our flight home because she, I don't know. She was like, she's not going to make it. So then I don't remember going to the airport at yeah, all. I was great. like blacked out. This was years ago, of course. I could not do that now. Blacked <laughs> out. Uh, we were on the plane. Someone had a heart attack on our plane. They thought we were going to have to make an emergency landing. I was like, my shirt was inside out. <laughs> I oh my God. No makeup on. I like moved <laughs> to the row in front of me because some guy was sitting by himself. I go to take out water bottle in my backpack and all these koozies come flying out. <laughs> <laughs> So then the guy's like, you had a fun weekend. I was like, I want to cry right now. I was like, if we have to make an emergency landing in Nashville, like I'm getting off the plane and going to stay with some friend because I can't do this. We had all, we had to like make this whole plan in case we had to like take a rental car. We made friends on the plane. It was oh just God. crazy. Finally landed in Fort Lauderdale. They had to bring all the paramedics on board. It was like whole That's thing. So, so it wasn't even just the festival story. It was just like to the very end of getting out of the airport was crazy. <laughs> shit show. But it was like one of those weekends I'll never forget in my life. And yeah, my friends are still like, hey, remember when you took all those tequila shots? I was like, I literally hate you. And I just still can never drink tequila ever again. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely like festival story of forever yeah that's a that's an epic one that's for sure i think that takes the cake for for the festival situation yeah <laughs> seriously I, I think the people watching is like the best part like i could just be a fly yeah. on the wall and just stare at people because they're all so interesting <laughs> i mean i'll say this if you I, oh, I don't remember the exact words i gotta find the keywords but if you google i don't know if it was like 2012 or something if you google like david hasselhoff coachella maybe like 2012 or something like that if you put david hasselhoff coachella and look through the pictures there's one where he's waving and there's somebody totally like covered up with a big hoodie on that's me in the background so oh if you just look up that you'll that's see so me there because i was waiting i think it was like arctic monkeys were coming on at coachella and i was right at the front and yeah i was uh i was right there trying to be cozy trying to watch you guys should make, close you guys should make t-shirts with that image i think i would definitely buy one Oh just my God, that's like, so fun. Wait, thank you for that idea. Jesus Christ. That's this so is funny. what I love about like doing the Merch podcast right and here. stuff. Yeah. Because everybody like gives like good ideas back and forth. You're like, oh my God, great idea. Yeah. Thank I, I mean, queen. honestly, I would buy that because I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's Same with so people funny. who do like mug shots or just completely embarrassing photos of themselves. Yeah. I don't know. I love that shit. That's so funny. Yeah. I got to find that picture. It's so funny though. I have a video of my friend picking me up from the airport from the festival and be like, looking this, look at this clown with her shirt inside out. I'm like, <laughs> I was blacked out. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, we need that video. Can you pass that over? Yeah. <laughs> oh I got my you. God. I got you. Yeah. So on the celebrity tea side of things, what have you guys been watching, not watching like reality wise? 
I'm like, well, you're, you're more the reality stuff than I am. Yeah. Uh, housewives, obviously mm-hmm. I've been dabbling in. Um, also Kardashians just because there's so much stuff going on with them what right now. So I about, feel like what else, before you go on, sorry. What do you think about first your thoughts on the Kim and Kanye situation? I mean, I'm not surprised at all at all whatsoever. Why? Because he's how he is. Oh, 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 wait, what's, why, what are you guys thinking? I need, I want to hear everybody's opinion. I mean, again, mental health, like no joke, take care of yourself. We're such big advocates and yeah. share, you know, our struggles and battles. And my thing is like, you have, if you have the means, help yourself because mm-hmm. it's, it's sad to watch. I, I saw when he went on that whole Tinder, Tinder, oh my God. Tinder. Tinder. I know, that too. The whole Twitter. Twitter rant over the summer when he was not okay. Everyone thought it was really funny. And I'm like, this is sad, guys. This is, this is sad that this is like what's going on. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have some kids together. You you know what I mean? Like, it's just unfortunate how it went down. That's the biggest thing for me is the children. Yeah. It's like you have four kids now and it's sad that you guys aren't even supposedly speaking. Yeah. That's what I heard. You guys are making it, you guys are making each other's lives miserable. Like take yourselves out of it. Obviously I've never been married. I'm not going through a divorce, whatever, but you have to put your kids first, the good, the bad, or the ugly. You have four beautiful babies. Like you gotta, you gotta take care of them first and like take yourselves out of it. Yeah. The only thing I, and the only thing I struggle with is like you said, the mental illness that it's obvious that he suffers with and deals with. And the problem is even though he has the means, the means, not the means, <laughs> the means, um, the memes. <laughs> there's been plenty of memes. Um, those two, yeah. <laughs> as we all know, unless you want to accept the help, it doesn't matter. He could have all the millions. That, obviously we see it. They're yeah, fully, yeah. you know, able to get the best of the best medical care, but because he obviously is not mentally well. And that's where I feel bad because I do love them as a couple. I think they're just such like a good power couple together. And they, you know, they have the four beautiful kids. And I just feel bad because I hate to see him lose because of his mental illness and not get the help he needs. And it's it's his own fault, unfortunately. I mean, I get it like as a woman, I don't have kids, but you know, you get just like anybody, you get tired. So I get that. I'm sure she's exhausted of trying to you know, deal with her four kids plus this fifth one that's like an overgrown child, basically. Um, But I just feel bad for him because it's like, you know, when you have mental health, you know, mental health issues, it's like, can't even help yourself, you know? But I also think that there's a huge issue that I've been, we've been talking about, and especially even going back to IO with, you have a whole team around you. Someone needs to make an executive decision. I'm not just saying with Kanye, it's with a ton of other artists. There's been so many celebrity and like deaths and suicides. Like, someone needs to step in and help someone right because yeah, they're but- not mentally they're not mentally okay and they're not mentally well and they don't want the they don't want the help but if you see someone deteriorate deteriorating and and that going that badly like even just to be like i'm here for you because they don't they don't like they just are like bye sorry we unfortunately we talked to mm-hmm. last year a dj at edc and we knew after that interview that he was not well and he was very I don't know if he was unstable or he was just like, oh, can't talk about that. Can't talk about suicide, talking about death. A month ago, he literally killed himself. And I'm like, why didn't his team, no one, like the manager was just on his phone, like whatever, like not care. It's just. Well, okay. I, well, I wouldn't knock all that because I don't, I don't think that, you know, we're not there. We don't know who's helping, who's not. I watched the interview with Kanye and David Letterman last year and 
Kanye was literally saying how he's taking meds and how he has taken meds. But the thing is, I've also been in a relationship with somebody who has severe ADHD and, you know, the panic attacks and all that stuff, which was very new to me. I had mm -hmm. never really, I, I did a lot of research during that time, which is def definitely different than bipolar disorder, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure is what Kanye has mm -hmm. um, and maybe other things. But yeah, like both David Letterman and Kanye on that interview were talking about how they both have bipolar. They both had to take meds and how, you know, what it's like being on the meds, what it's like being off the meds. And sometimes that creative flow comes from not being on the meds because and he has the said meds, that many times yeah yeah the yeah, meds, a lot of people the meds calm you down or they mm -hmm. put you, you know they make you not yourself quote unquote mm -hmm. but then yourself can also be very unstable and at that point i mean then it affects your, your home, well, home life well right but i think in that point it's you know you're not really in the mental state to make that choice anyway and even what are they going to do, you know, strap you onto a place and take you to a mental facility? You know what I mean? So well, that's what I, I was going to say. It's the problem. Yeah. I'm not saying it needs to be that extent, but I'm just saying, like, we know how it is being in the industry, the entertainment industry, how if you're not producing, they treat you like you're garbage. I've literally heard someone say the other day, like, their artist got COVID and they were like, she's dead to us. Mm. That's not okay. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like in that aspect of stuff, like, yes, you can't strap him down or whatever, but someone needs to have a, see them not as just a moneymaker at some point and actually, you know. So you're saying more in the industry, standard, yeah. not just the family. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. But then you run into like, where you end up like Britney Spears and Amanda Bynes, where the only way to get control over them was to completely take control and basically rule, rule their lives with this conservatorship. But I don't think it, so it's I don't like, think it needs to be like that. But there I really is no one like between because technically, like, let's say even has his wife, you can take him and say, hey, I think he needs to be committed or needs help. But he's a right. grown man. And exactly. unless he, he could just say, you know what, I don't need your help, him and sign himself out. So that's where I yeah. struggle with because, again, it all goes back to until they want to accept the help or you, you know, as a person, I mean, I we, me and Terry struggle with our own things. Um, oh, so yeah. You know what I mean? And we do what we have to do. We take medications and whatever. But you have to want to do those things. The medication can sit in my cabinet all day. But if I don't take it, <laughs> it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I get it. Because, like, I suffer with my own things, Terry does. So it's like, I, I, I feel bad for him. And then I feel bad for Kim. Because there's only so much she can do before he's going to do what he's going to do. And so he's yeah. right kind of thing. So it's, there's it only so much she can take. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, yeah, and I, and I do feel, so again, we don't know every detail, so, Correct. like, you know, I, I can never, I'm never one to judge, I mean, unless it's your relationship, but, I mean, from the outside of whatever we know, I mean, I think, you know, they, as a parent, especially, I mean, you make that choice to, to do that, and when you make that choice, I mean, obviously, many accidents happen, but when you make the choice, I mean, you're committed to that, and mm -hmm. that's what, you know, it's, it's a bigger deal than I think we all think going into it, um, planned or unplanned. And, and it just sucks because you obviously don't want the kids to ever suffer. Mm -hmm. Right. And you never know. I mean, the kids could have that gene too. Oh, I well, mean, there's four right. of them. The chances of that, at least one of them having it, Do, it's very, yeah. I mean, it, it'd so, be a shocker if it didn't. No offense. You know right. I mean? So, and so even in that regard, I mean, you could totally take it for another spin and be like, you know, if, if I was Kim in the situation and I'm really trying to help my husband and it's just nothing's working, you know, what if your kid has that same issue? Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to go to, you're going to go to, to no end yeah. to make sure that 
things are okay. So, I mean, I think it's fair as much as you don't want to deal and stuff with, you know, the husband, I think it's fair that you treat them the same way too. Mm -hmm. I agree. But, Um, but it's, it's not easy. (laughs) No, no. Let's talk about something a little bit more fun before we uh, wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? I don't know if you guys saw, because obviously the final season of the Kardashians is coming out um, in March. I forgot what day, but March. So they're putting out all the teasers and all the clips and everything. So there was one that I just saw either yesterday or today with uh, Chloe talking to Tristan, how she's basically kind of ready to have a second baby kind of thing. And from what I understand, like, I, and she had talked about it either this season or last season, whatever. I know she froze her embryos and then she wants his sperm and blah, blah. And I think that's kind of like the way they're alluding, like it's going to be like at a doctor's office, but we all kind of know that's probably not the way it's going to go. So what do you guys think? Her announcing as, a pregnancy? I, I'm waiting for that. I feel like that's coming any second now, but like with her having another baby with Tristan. I mean, they do whatever they want anyway. So I guess you do you, boo boo. <laughs> 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 They have, there's so many kids in the family, so, Seriously. like, I know. I, I mean, I know that a lot of people, like, with Courtney especially, were very judgmental, I think, towards her kind of, like, almost, I mean, I think they even said it on the show, like, almost, like, using Scott, like, for his right, birth, just right, to, like, yeah. have the children, yeah, as a baby maker, mm-hmm. and I mean... You know, learning from the older sister, I don't know, it became normal or whatever, it normalized, but, you know, I can say... Me being, uh, you know, someone coming from multiple divorces in my family, and I have a brother who we have different dads. I mean, we, I think, whether we had the same dad or not, I mean, we still get along in, like, a really good way. So I can't really knock, like... Is she with Tristan? I don't remember. Is she, like, back with him and engaged? I know there was, like... They've never... They haven't confirmed it, like, publicly, but everybody knows her together. I'm pretty right. sure. So I mean, he sold his house in LA. She sold hers recently. I'm pretty sure they bought a house together or living together. Oh. If I had to guess and be like the fly on the wall, I mean, it's not public. They didn't yes. put that out there, but I would bet a lot of money. That yeah. That's what's I going mean, on. if that's the person you're with and you want to yeah. have a kid, then have you know have the kid. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I think it's I, I like if they're together, like okay, what the heck is the problem? Yeah. I mean. I mean, yes, everyone's going to, you know, talk shit and shade and everything because of what happened in the past. But at the end of the day, if she's the one that's accepting it, why yeah. can't, then we all need to accept it. Like it's her freaking relationship. Yeah. Okay. It's the same. Like when you, I mean, you learn this, I guess, as you grow older or whatever, but it's like having a friend, you know, with a bad guy. And mm-hmm. if she keeps choosing that bad guy or she wants to keep getting abused, I'm not saying please go get abused. No, you're against it, whatever. But like what, you're going to not be friends with that person just because that's what they choose. And I mean, it is what it is. So again, if, if they were not together and she was like, be my baby maker. I mean, I think that's, that's like a weird situation. Like for me personally, like I just married to someone else and it's like weird. I mean, it's, I don't think it's not even like getting married to someone else. Cause at that point, if you're already having that kid, you already had a kid with that person, but it's like, I don't know. Just using them. It's just, it's, it, the- it's definitely like a new way to look at a family, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but maybe that will be the norm in the future I because mean, everybody's so damn independent. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, last Kardashian sister. What do you think about Courtney being with Travis Barker? I kinda, is that real? I kind of like see it. I, is that weird? Like I don't know. I feel like that's like kind of an okay match. Um, because... It's real in the sense of that's just being reported. 
have they come out and said yes we're dating for sure no but, but they ha- have they, they posted it they haven't said like, they're not either so yeah i mean i feel like it's like a cool interesting match you know what i mean like, i feel like she's it's not a dating. fun thing for yeah she's not, dating, she's not dating she's not dating like a 23 year old she's dating someone who's actually like you know yeah, I don't know. Be, I like look, int- interesting. from the outside, outside looking in physically, you'd be like, what? Like, it's so confusing, <laughs> right? Like, it's to me, again, and then especially like, obviously, when you start to compare exes, you're like, it doesn't make yeah. sense. But, you know, but not everybody doesn't really seem to have a type because she went from Scott to. I was going to say, not everybody has a type. Now, this yeah. guy, those are three totally different men that look yeah, nothing right. alike, are just 100% different. So she just may not have like a type type thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I that's think, what I was going to say. I, I mean, mean, like, they if both you don't have, have a kids, type. they both were married, you know, they could definitely probably relate on more levels. Than and they've been friends for a long, long, long time. Yeah. So. I, oh, yeah. Haven't they? I've seen they've been like friends for a really long time. So oh, really? maybe they just both finally looked at each other and were like, wait, you're cute. Let's I try like it. You. I like it too. Yeah. I could, look, going back to, like, her old stuff, I remember how she would, like, say how she always wanted to, like, be in different countries, and, like, she was really, like, love learning different languages, so, like, obviously, she's open-minded in that regard, so on that side of, like, knowing her, quote-unquote, I could see how that works, but, like, physically, you're, like, wait, like, you would just, again, like, top of mind, you're, like, Scott Disick, Travis Barker, like, even though there's been people in between, yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe they had a Zoom date and they like liked each other. Yeah. And that was it. And we should be open to Zoom dating. <laughs> yeah. See I for yourself. It. Learn from what you're saying. I know. I'm like, maybe we should be open to Zoom dates. If that, if that comes out and they Zoom dated, I'm going to laugh so hard. It's <laughs> awkward. Oh, All right, Terry. Anything else before we wrap it up today? No, I think we, co- I think we covered it. Awesome. Ladies, can you let our listeners know where they can find your podcast, where they can find you on your social and anything else that you feel is important to let people know about? Yeah. So millennial girls on Instagram, we're at millennial underscore girls and we are on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. My personal is at Natasha Salahi. At Raquel Goldie. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for being here. We had so much fun. We'll definitely do this again in the very near future. We had fun too. Yes, thank you you for having us. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.